Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. It's March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Got my green socks on, my green shirt on, all dressed up and no place to go, right? (laughs) It's so cold. It's very cold. It is a blustery day. I want to tell you the wind is just probably 40 mile an hour wind gusts. And it says it's 29 degrees, but it feels much colder than that because we've been getting the 40s with a little bit of sun here and there, but we are a long way off from winter being over. The news report just said we had about 131 inches of snow for this winter. We normally get 143 by current standards, so we'll probably be average by the time it's all said and done. I'm loving these warmer days. So once this weekend is over, we might have a couple of weeks where it's in the mid 40s. Maybe the snow will melt. I am really ready for it. So enough of my complaining about the weather. Um, Did I have plans today? Is that why I took the day off? No, we had a big day yesterday. Um, Took my parents to an appointment. There was a lot of driving. So I thought, yeah, since I took Thursday off, I might as well take Friday off too rust up and maybe get some things done. So far, I have spent the day not doing much. I did go to the chiropractor and did some treatment, did some eye hand coordination with him in my rehabilitation, did some meditation, self-care. So that was fun. All part of that appointment. And then I went to the bank and my hair got totally blown around. And I thought, well, I guess I'm not going to do a video now because I just don't want to redo my hair. So I might do a YouTube video later on this weekend. What have I been up to? It's been, oh, since President's Day, nearly a month since my last podcast. And I'll have to say I'm doing all the things just a little bit slower. I did take a weekend where we went to Autorama in Detroit, which was at the beginning of March. It was great. Autorama is a kind of a artistic show where cars are made to look super cool through paint jobs and modifications and body cuts and really a lot of art and color and sparkle. Oh my goodness, it was so cool. They do have a floor that had rat rods, which are all kind of rough and tumble looking hot rod cars, kind of funny cars, maybe the cars you drew as a kid. (laughs) Yeah, so it was a good day. Had a great time visiting with our son and 
after that, um, we did spend time yesterday with my parents. So that was a wonderful day, getting them to and from an appointment. And overall, it's just been kind of slowly grinding out the terrible days and mixed in with a few hopeful days of sunshine. So on those days where I'm snowed in or the weather isn't good, I've been, are you ready for this? Cleaning up the front porch and getting that overflow from the sewing room declutter, getting that organized. So I was able to empty three totes or bins. It was great. Took my mom's quite a bit of fabric and I took my sister all of my yarn because if I'm going to do a project I'm just going to go buy the yarn. Lots of yarn scraps so she can use that on her knitting machine and I also took her my serger because I decided I can't keep that thing threaded and I'm not going to be doing that kind of sewing. So it was great. I found new homes for quite a bit of things and now I'm just kind of getting it organized out there so that it will be really a place that won't be embarrassing. You know, how do you have that space, a closet or a storage area where you just don't want people to see it? It'll still be a storage area, but it won't be embarrassing. It's just big clunky things that need to be consolidated down, organized, decluttered, and get in its place. That's the thing. I live in a relatively small house. And have you found that it doesn't take much and it feels cluttered, but it doesn't take much to feel cleaned up. So you have to have a place for everything and everything in its place. And then when you start having too much accumulation, I find a new home or donate it or we're getting ready for the big spring cleanup. Um, we'll take quite a few things to the road that people will take before the garbage truck comes through for non-household garbage. It's like garbage, that things that you can't donate. But you never know. People, if it's metal, maybe this, the scrappers will come get them. You know, maybe people who will want something. I don't know. We haven't gone through all of our stuff. We've got like some construction leftover project stuff. If you bag it up, they'll take it. So I've been slowly going through the totes and going through the items that I had to just get it more organized and purged and set up more to serve my purposes now. And you have to do that even when you live in, in the same place for a long time. In fact, you should do it more often. It's been a couple years, probably since... A deep clean and a deep declutter and a deep organization project. It's been well before 2019. So that's what I've been doing in some of my spare time. And as I go through working with the setup that I have in my sewing room, I'm finding that I need to adjust and change a couple of things that I stored a certain way. And I still have room to tighten it up in here in my little sewing room, which is where I'm podcasting from, and then be able to pare it down to what I need. There's still lots of things that I've collected or were given to me that I need to find a place for. And that may be at somebody else's house. So what else have I been up to creatively? I'll have to tell you, I have long-armed 
three quilts and I loaded a custom quilt. So I'm really trying to spend 15 minutes a day working on something creative. And that includes 15 minutes of long arming. When I break it up into little bite-sized, snack-sized <laughs> projects, it gets done. And one day I might do nothing but just press the top and the back. The other day you load 15 minutes worth of the quilt onto the frame and so on until now I am several rows into it's a really cute it's like a vintage kite quilt and um, I have it a I have shown it on social media I've shown it in my Facebook group um, because I'm not done with it yet but I'm really enjoying it it's kind of like elongated diamonds where you have four of them that come together and then the white background is several wedge-shaped pieces in probably an octagon arrangement. And then I'm doing like a floral swirl motif in the white and four petals, one petal on each of the little kites. And that's going to be edge to edge for this particular quilt. And then I have one more customer quilt that's bigger and a little more labor intensive as far as custom work on it and then I'll be kicking mine out so it feels really good that I am getting in back into a routine and a rhythm of long arming and I don't feel like I have forgotten all that much it's it's coming back like riding a bike I have been sewing on socialites 2 this week is block 20 Last week, it was a really cute block. Um, it kind of looked like a weather vane block. It's like a house shape set around a center square with each corner having almost like a turkey foot type of a patch where it looks really cool together. And... I made it, I saw somebody put this on the uh, Socialites Facebook page and they made it like a flower. So I fussy cut the center of a flower for the center of the block. I put pink in the little house shapes. It looks like a bloom on a flower and then a bright green for each corner. And it has that funky turkey foot, but it looks like leaves so it really turned out to be quite pretty and that means this week's block is 20. Hmm. <laughs> well, 24. We're coming to the end of socialites and it's been a great way for me to refresh my memory on how to do all the basic piecing skills. Fat Quarter Shop does a weekly tutorial on how to do it and they have it up on their shop as free patterns as well as uh, Fat Quarter Shop has Socialites 1. So you can have lots of different blocks, different cool um, patterns by many different designers. I still am not sure how I'm going to do on the layout. I'm thinking that I'm going to rein back the original Fat Quarter Shop idea of putting all of these in the center of a eight-pointed star. And some people have been sharing ideas and... I really like a couple of the ideas that I've seen. So let me give you the name of a couple of free layouts that Fat Quarter Shop has. 
In 2019, Fat Quarter Shop did a quilt called Threadology. And what I like about this is it's a very large oversized spool that makes a 52 by 68 and a half inch quilt. You could take it samplers and as 32 though, and I have only 24 of the little blocks. And then they have one, two, three, four large blocks. So it would be like uh, 12 inch blocks, four 12 inch blocks with a whole bunch of six inch blocks puzzled in there. Well, I have lots of six inch blocks in my orphan bin and I think I could make this spool easily, even if I don't use their finishing layout pattern exactly like theirs. They have the free layout with how to make the spool around your blocks. So I think I would I really like it. The more I look at it, the more I like it. So I'm thinking I'm doing the Threadology, which is a very large oversized spool and all the blocks are where the thread would be. Well, I have a thread spool type of thing going, right? So the second thing I've worked on this month is the three flags. They're um, not exactly American flags. Lori Holt made a simple flag version with stripes and a blue square. And I only had to make three this month. That is the So Scrappy Spools project. And loving it because those are five inch blocks that will be sewn into a little wooden spool, little one, and there'll be many blocks at the end of it. I have don't even have all the details, but I purchased the pattern and I'm doing the sew along with Fat Quarter Shop. We're doing a couple of blocks each month this month with just the flags and I'm still I still have time for the last two weeks to try making the spool by adding the sashing around it. So I tried the thatched fabric and it is indeed too light. It's something I had in my stash. I'm using stash fabric. I'm really, really trying hard to not buy any fabric. So I dug deeper and I found a great mottled tone tan golden brown it's it's really beautiful and I think it'll look beautiful it's it's a mid-tone very warm nutty brown and it will go great with that thatched as the background to the spools and I'm gonna take the next two weeks to try to sew some of the blocks that I have into the spool and have, you know, is basically sashing it a specific way. So I'm looking forward to that. And next month is two different blocks that are, one looks like a tulip flower, that's just super pretty. And the other one, uh, oh my goodness, I don't remember. Now I got to go look it up. The other block is, oh my gosh, I thought it was right here in my phone. You know, how would, how would I do anything without my phone? But then, you know, trying to get it to work is always, always fun. So the second block is, the second block is two flying geese units put together for the spool. So that's what I like is these are small blocks, but they're graphic 
punches in how simple they are, but you're using color to make them stand out. So it'll be flowers and flying geese. Very exciting because that seem, those blocks seem to come together real quick. And then I'm done for the month. Um, I, I'm kind of liking that more and more. Things that are a little bit simpler and use up the fabric I have with a big graphic visual punch of color. So those are the two sewing projects that I've been doing for quilting. I've been long arming. And you're never going to believe what else I've been sewing I bought a really cute pattern. I have finished up a Wild Violet's two cross stitch patterns that I have been working on. The second one is called Count Twice. It has an embroidery hoop with a key in it, scissors and floss. So making some decisions on if I wanna do a pin keep with that or not. You know, I have a couple of stitched cross stitch items but I have not fully finished them and that's okay I just currently right now I'm in the stitching mood and the finishing mood will probably come later on this summer so what I really really am excited to start is the X stitch the rainbow is a group where about 25 cross stitch designers all have to make a 60 by 60 pattern that is using the same floss or thread. So this time around, it was Trinway silks, co uh, not cotton, but silk thread. And it was a pink, a blue-green, gray color, and a burgundy. Some of my favorite combinations. I got the fabric and the silk and it's just gorgeous. It feels beautiful. It's enough to stitch several of these small projects. I ordered three from Top Notch Stitcher and they're all tea themed. So tea time was the theme and one is a freebie. So I have four patterns. The first one I'm going to do on Black Ada and it is called Moontime Tea or Moon Tea from Wild Violet. And it is a teacup on black fabric with billowing um, steam coming out of it. It does have a crescent moon in it. I probably will stitch it. And the tea bag has a little moon on the tea bag. So that one I'm going to start this weekend, maybe tonight. I found some black Ada scraps and some of the Ada scrap things I was gifted and pressed it up. And I want to tell you, because it was pretty um, wrinkled from being in a folded bag for a long time and it had just a bit of a you know must smell from being in a bag and I found some flatter which is a starch product starch like product and it smells beautiful and it works phenomenally in getting the wrinkles out and it's got just enough stiffness in the Ada for my little project. The other things that I ordered where one is like a, you know, a tile and they finished it into a pillow and it's like a leaf and berry wreath. And in the very center of it, 
is a tiny little teacup on a saucer. So I'm pretty excited about that. The other one that I really like is a topsy-turvy teacup that has a pink and green, it's, it's like a quilt motif on it and it's spilling tea out as the tea bag flying through the air and it's super cute I love it they did that on even weave and I found some even weave two napkins that went with the old Santa um table topper that I <laughs> took 20 years to stitch yeah so I found those are something that my grandmother gave me great-grandmother did um probably in the 90s and they're beautiful again I'm gonna use that flatter on it even weave it'll be a great project for that because the teacup is light and the other teacup pattern that I bought is a steaming cup of tea with a little bit of a um, vine on the teacup in the quote china pattern and the teacup is sitting on top of three cross stitch books um, that you can see the edges are so i think all three of them will be beautiful the four, fourth project will be the moon tea and i'm excited that'll keep me busy probably for uh, a long time for several months but there's another project that i thought was cute but I, I was on the fence about it, but I got a gift to, to review from Fat Quarter Shops Printing Company, which is It's So Emma. And one of the patterns is the Chicken Club. So it's a chicken and it's a Lori Holt. And you know, I love Lori Holt. It's adorable. And the chicken, her name is Florence. She is teal with pink wings and has a little baby chick behind her. I really like this chicken. And there's like 12 of them, I think, in the series. You could buy this pattern as a um, month monthly club. So let me read the um, instructions from the It's So Emma printing company. This is a chicken club cross stitch pattern by Lori Holt. Get ready to stitch up some tail feathers in the chicken club. Designed by Lori Holt of BMI Bonnet Company, these cute chickens are ready to fly the coop right into your needlework. You'll cross stitch a whole coop of happy chickens all year long. Each month we will release a new pattern in the series. And when Lori designed the chicken club charts, she decided to include a name tag for each chicken as a bonus. So you can stitch Florence underneath if you would like. Feel free to add it or leave it off. Below is the information for both ways. This is a mystery pattern club. So we release a new pattern name each month and each pattern stitch count is that famous 60 by 60. And you can put the tag on it and it's 60 by 80. Love, love, love this particular chicken. And I do, I'm, have a lot of Lori Holt colors in DMC and I have some Ada cloth. I, I like the chicken. This is super cute. It makes me laugh because it's a crazy chicken. It's teal and pink and blue and has like textured fabric um, types of colors on it. But the chick is like a regular yellow chick. 
The other thing that I really am looking forward to, and I've talked about it in the past, and they surprised me with it. It's so Emma print company from Fat Quarter Shop is the Home Again Vintage Two Color Quilt. I talked about this on my um, Facebook group, My Creative Corner 3. It is your classic nine patch, but the square in the center is larger, and so it's like bars and sashing around it. But they made it into a star, which is, a, this is a very vintage 1930s looking um, block. And Lori Holt did it as a 108 inch wide backing fabric would be perfect for this. And it takes six yards of it. And what is the dimensions on this? Hmm, it doesn't say. There it is, 74 by 94, so it's like a twin size. And they, she used one color as the whole um, theme, and so it's like a red and white block that uses three different reds. Or you could do what Kimberly did is she sewed each one of these blocks in the different colorways that they use, give Lori Holtz... Um, particular fabrics on there that you could use but she made it as a rainbow and I thought now wouldn't it be fun to do a rainbow quilt but each block have only two colors and it is ultimately a 12 block quilt so you know the blocks are pretty good size it would be a fantastic stash buster and it does have this um, old meets new vibe to it and it's traditionally sashed with a wide border. And it's beautiful as a red and white quilt. It's It really, really is. But it would be beautiful as a blue and white or orange and white. I mean, it would even be great as a total scrappy quilt. That's the beauty of this particular pattern. So I am looking forward to it. But I've never done a two-color quilt. And I don't know if I have enough shades of the same color to do a full twin size quilt with all the same shades of red but I like the idea of doing two color blocks and then making it rainbow or scrappy with just two color two different colors per block you know what I'm saying anyway they sent me a couple of other things that we'll talk about later but I am just so thrilled about those two Lori Holt things and the chicken I'm going to do the chicken. It may just be this fall, you know, because I want to do the tea time with the silk and because I spent a lot of money on that silk and I was nervous about it. But now I'm like totally all in on those particular upcoming ideas. So what else have I been sewing? Well, my daughter got that lawn goose and I may have started talking about that and um, had to leave for a second and take a call but I bought this beautiful pattern on Etsy and it is really cute because you have multiple options on how to make an outfit for a goose now my daughter has like one of those plastic goose that um, you put in your lawn she's keeping it in in her house right now but 
It's a lawn goose, not a real goose. Hers happens to be plastic. And I know that some people, they get a concrete one, but hers is a little bit smaller plastic one. So this gives you some different ideas on how to make uh, So, the pattern is called the Original Glamour Goose Pattern. It is paper sewing patterns that you get a real pattern to cut out for a goose that is 23 to 26 inches tall. And you have different configurations on how you want to do the sleeves. And the dresses have a bodice with a gathered skirt, and you can put a gathered sleeve. You can do a straight sleeve. You can do pointed collar, ruffle collar, bows. And it also has a pattern for a little kerchief hat. The other thing that it gives you ideas for and the patterns know how to do is for posable wings. So I just did um, the regular goose, stuffed goose wings that you put in the sleeves and for for now I put them on an elastic um, so it can hang down and you could still kind of pose them but they're not wire armature in there so anyway I need to hand sew some buttons on the front you know things to jazz it up and I also want to make some aprons you can make like a chef's apron or a little frilly pinafore type apron you know, because the goose has to be all fancy. And the pinafore apron has a bonnet hat. So it could look like Mother Goose. You know, because if you're going to dress your goose for the seasons, you really, really should dress it at least once for <laughs> for Mother Goose. And I also want to, I got a lot of black fabric, so I want to make a Halloween thing. Anyway, we're having too much fun. I'm taking the pattern with me because my daughter has a sewing machine and she wants to learn how to sew the little dresses and costumes for the goose too. And that will be great because then I will have probably made three or four and then I'll be ready for, uh, I will have used up a lot of the novelty fabrics that I have. And then she can pick out exactly what she likes and make some goose dresses. I'm going to keep a, a tissue paper copy, you know, just in case I get really excited about a specific pattern or goose uh, fabric, you know, because, you know, you might find something <laughs> in your things. <laughs> so I've made a couple of goose dresses and I have a fall one that's orange. So I thought that would be great for like September. And, you know, it's got swirls and it's got that burnt orange. So it'd be kind of fun for fall decor. So the goose has been a big hit at her house and she loves buying the outfits. So they are very easy to sew and I would highly recommend this pattern, the original Glamour Goose by Joycey B, J-O-Y-C-E-E-B-E-E. -E -E. And J Birch 575 is her name and she has uh, videos about what they look like and what the armature looks like and you have to buy the pattern them but super fun stuff so I've been doing that now I want to go on to I alluded to the fact I went to the chiropractor and I'm doing some rehab things there um meditations and visualizations and some compression on my legs as what well, because that's been a problem and it's getting better 
um, since COVID, every time I stood up, my legs would like swell by 50% and you would have problems with your heart rate and your blood pressure and all that. That's getting better. But I'm also working on um, my, my home gym. I've been able to row for 15 minutes a few times a week, about 2000 meters, which is a big deal for me. Um, not super fast. I actually bench pressed the barbell that my husband has on the incline three times, which was a big deal. And I can do a deadlift of about 55 pounds. Um, I think, I think I went about 10 times on that. So it's getting better doing different, um, arm strengthening exercises and leg, um, strengthening exercises. We have all kinds of things. So that's coming along much better, which means, you know, I'm feeling stronger. I'm having a lot more endurance. So when I went to Autorama and the other car show we went to, I was able to walk all day and not be excessively tired, you know, because it wasn't all that long ago, I would go do something like that. And I would need to literally come home and take a nap or lay down. Um, that's getting better and better. I still need a lot of sleep. I go to bed early, you know, try to be in bed for at least eight or nine hours. I might, I'm not sleeping that whole time because, uh, you know, being a person of a certain age, you start, to not sleep well at night and you know <laughs> and that that's gotten better I still see um, a sleep doctor um, for my sleep apnea as well as you know things that they prescribe but it's it's just really uh I wish I do you remember sleeping really well as a kid yeah I wish that could happen and then of course now you got to get up because your bladder wakes you up you know all the fun stuff so on days that I haven't been in the gym, sometimes I do exercises for senior citizens. And I found uh, a great YouTube channel. I've recommended it before. I'm going to recommend it again because I keep exploring some of their exercises that are, she's calling HIIT, H-I-I-T, which is a high intensity workouts for 15 minutes for seniors. And it's great. So yes to next y-e-s number two next and it's her mom who's in her 80s and her daughter uh, the daughter is april and she's my age so it's great because it's a mother and daughter team and they give you a couple of different ways to do something if you're more fit like the daughter you can do the more difficult exercises or intensities and the mom is doing the slower version. What's great is she works on things to help with balance and to engage your brain. So you're not doing the same things all the time to engage the brain and to get it working on more difficult tasks, you know, like moving your arms in a different way than your legs and things like that. You know, things that uh, people of a certain age who they're calling us senior citizens. I just really can't hardly believe that I qualify for that, but I do. <laughs> I do. Um, I, so I've been doing a lot more of that. I'm still working on, you know, Wordle as puzzles and other little games to try to keep the brain going. And yeah, I'm feeling a lot, a lot better. 
with the long COVID. Is it gone 100%? No, but it's much, much improved. I'm feeling more about 80% better. There's always a 20% that um, I feel like my, I get winded sometimes and I still t- use inhalers and I probably always will. So spring is a ways off, yeah, but I want to say I did see signs that winter is going to be over. We saw robins. They come back in the late winter and they are jumping around the grassy areas that might be exposed from (laughs) the few days of sun. I've seen a little less activity at the bird feeders, so there must be more food available, but we're going to keep feeding up through, you know, the nesting. I've seen robins, you know, making nests, but those poor little birds, it's way too early to be laying eggs and trying to have, (laughs) trying to have babies. So, um, that sign has been there. I've been really, uh, looking at what I want to do with my garden this year. And I still haven't made any decisions on that. So that's the update on the outdoor garden, the indoor garden. Um, my houseplant situation, they're doing much better since I moved them out of the north window and put them in the west window. I did lose the African violet. I overwatered it after I underwatered it and it died. I did lose a begonia again this winter, but I see one at work. If I really want to take a cutting, I could do that. Other than that, the rest of the plants are really looking good. I did use a little bit of a miracle Grow fertilizer um, a few weeks ago, and that seemed to perk them up. So I'm going to probably do that like maybe once a month or so, add a little bit to the water because I've never fed house plants and they eventually do just die on me. But once the wretched weather (laughs) stops and I can actually transport houseplants home, I want to bring home a couple of different types of plants. So I'm open to suggestions to what likes to sit in a west window with uh, sheer curtains in front of it to help diffuse it. I have a pothos at work. I may take a cutting and bring that home. And um, I don't know. I just really kind of stuck. My one um, watermelon-shaped peperomia doesn't look like it's going to make it. Um, but I have a really ridged-leafed brown leaf one that's doing really well. Yeah, I don't know why. Just sometimes I think I lose plants in the winter because of our lack of sun. That's just kind of how it goes. But I'm really dreaming about making that a much more of a real tropical type of uh, space. And I have a Norfolk Island pine that I'm going to move in there out of the east window and see how it does there. I want to get it off the dining room table. And I want to add like maybe a couple of, maybe a palm, um, an easy one. So I'm, I'm thinking like a parlor palm maybe. Is that easy to grow? Experienced plant people. Um, and I've got a little bit of humidity going in there and just trying to keep the room overall warm and at the right temperature. So hopefully I'll be able to bring home some 
Something I did see, you know, shamrocks for St. Patrick's Day, but it's just too cold. They won't make it home, and I don't think they they live very long. Thinking of a strawberry begonia, it's similar to the begonia that didn't make it, but it's smaller leaves, and I think that would be really, really cute. And um, I have a little barrel cactus at work that I could take a little cutting off and put that in the window. I do have an aloe vera plant in that window also. And um, a ZZ plant. So that's something um, I have not tried to grow one. Is that a plant that someone has experienced with? You know, could it go in the west window? And my Swiss cheese plant. Oh my gosh, it's doing so much better. And how about the old jade plant? I may find one of those in the community and put it in that window. So those are a couple of my options. I don't really want to do a really, the pothos is about the only vining plant because I can keep it trimmed kind of short and not have it vine all over the place. The other thing is a philodendron. Um, so there's lots of different colors and shapes on those that I may add. Oh my goodness. I just got a winter storm warning. Starts at 5 p.m. It goes all night. Holy cow. How much, how much snow are they saying? 5 to 10 inches of snow tonight. Lake effect snow. Fantastic. Hear my sarcasm. 10 inches of snow is going to ruin my gardening plans. However, I want to say I have an idea for a fairy garden in the house. I do have some brand new small fairy garden pieces, you know, like a little fairy and little blue jays and little animals and things. I saw online somebody used a shapeable foam type of a thing that you use for purses and I happen to have one some of that they cut it into house shapes and they quilted it and then put it together and made fairy houses like a village and I thought oh my goodness I have so many um like brick and wood grain shaped printed fabric it would be a great idea so that may be on the list. I have some paper um, fairy houses that I've made and put them out. But, you know, over a couple of years, paper kind of gets dusty and degrades. But I thought, oh, that would be fun for on my shelves. I'm ready for um, changing that up and putting some of the glass things away. Some of the glass things I might, um, that I don't want to keep, I think I'm going to take to the Salvation Army. But I am just like totally into the thought of these little fabric houses. And you could put battery operated tea lights in them if you wanted. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. So I'm thinking about that. I'm also thinking about putting some of the cross stitch final finishes in hoops. I found hoops that I've, you know, embroidery hoops and um, hanging them on the wall in different arrangements, like all the teacups, wouldn't they be beautiful in one great big collection? And they're light and I have really old 
old plaster in the house, so I don't want to put a lot of nails. So I could hang them up with little Velcro or 3M hooks or something. Yeah, so, so those are some ideas for my finishes, as well as making pin cushions or little tiny um, pillows on a ribbon that you can hang over doorknobs. So I'm going to have um, all of my things just kind of decor items changed up pretty quickly for springtime because it's that time of year. I want to just get a dumpster, throw everything out and start again, <laughs> which is a very bad idea. But I do need to declutter some things and get ready to part with things that don't serve me any more. So if you would like to read show notes, that's at mycreativecorner3.com. You can leave a comment. Let me know some of the answers to some of the questions that I have or keep the conversation going online. I love it when people comment. I also have the Facebook group, which you have to ask to join, My Creative Corner 3 Facebook group. And you can find me at Vicki L. Holloway Quilting on Instagram or just Vicki Holloway on Facebook. I also um, have this little TikTok channel and YouTube channel that I try to do videos on. But, you know, sometimes it's uh, once every week or sometimes it's every couple weeks. I'm working on a more weekly schedule. And if you want to support the podcast, share it with your friends. Let people know we're here. It's always great to have more people join our conversation and to find that creating, crafting, and mostly what I do is quilting and sewing. Um, it is a great way to deal with the stresses of this world. Creating things every day in about 15 minutes, maybe 30 minute, pro you know, project time is so good to help me get back to feeling balanced, calm, and enjoy my home and decorate it in some funky ways or funny ways or silly ways. And I also have a Kofi account. If you want to buy me a virtual cup of coffee, you can go to ko-fi.com or you can go to my website, which has a link. And um, you can just, if you want to support me in that way, you can buy me a virtual cup of coffee. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a wonderful week and that spring is more around the corner for you than what I have after that National Weather Service came through and burst my bubble about 10 inches of snow tonight. We usually get the higher end. When they say 5 to 10 um, where I live, we're at the higher elevation. We normally get the 10. And um, I have made a couple more of the shower cap style design board covers. I really like them. The more I make, the more... I want to recommend that. It is a YouTube channel that shows you how to put uh, flannel or batting with a edging and elastic around it. I will try to remember to put it in the show notes. Um, if you want to support me in any other 
Another way you can is to use the Fat Quarter Shop affiliate link that I will put in the show notes. doesn't cost you anything to use that link. You can buy whatever you would like through Fat Quarter Shop, but the record of the sale coming through hearing about something here, like we talked about the Lori Holt vintage two-color quilt pattern or the Chicken Club, uh, if you use the link for that or anything else that Fat Quarter Shop sells, um, I do get a small financial reward. And don't forget the Tea Time cross stitch. You can find everything at Top Knot, as in Top Knot, T O P K N O T Stitcher.com. I do not have an affiliate link for hers, but I love her shop. It's easy to get all the Tea Time. Uh, patterns and even the thread you can buy there too. So thanks again for listening and I really hope that um, spring is on the way in your neighborhood soon. The robins came back so maybe that is a sign the snow will will cease. And oh that just made me think if we got 10 inches of snow we'll hit the bingo of hitting the average snowfall for the year. And then maybe it can be done. Have a great week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Be safe and spend a little bit of time every day creating and finding the joy that the creative process brings. Thank you for listening. Quilt on, everyone. <music>